When the people fear their government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 150, September 1st, 2019. Your host, Nick Toker. Thank you all for listening. The next four shows, political shows. Fairbanks City Mayor. First up, Frank Turney. I want to thank all the sponsors. Summertime has been a blast. Good AK Cannabis, Chena Cannabis, Aurora Apothecary, Dab Lab AK, and token sponsors, Green Dreams Cultivation, Frizen Farms, Alaskan Blooms, AK Canna Ed, Alaska Puffin on the Go. Here's token, you guys. Without you, the show ain't happening. Welcome to Far North Tokers, Frank Turney, candidate for Fairbanks City Mayor. That's right. This is my second time around running for mayor. In fact, last time was three years ago when I ran against Jim Matherly, now the mayor, and Jim Hard, uh, Eberhard, John Eberhard, excuse me. How did you do in that race? Oh, I didn't do so, but I had my issues out there, and that's about it. You placed, people were voting for you. Oh, yeah. But uh, more and more... Uh, I look at myself as a conscious awareness candidate. I'm probably the only mayoral candidate that has real solutions and issues that I've been after for many years. What is, what's your number one issue that you're facing Fairbanks City? Well, I'd like to stop the killing by police officers in Fairbanks, Alaska, mostly uh, against natives and people with mental health problems. And this is a problem throughout the country. What's the last incident where we've had an issue with that in Fairbanks? Oh, a number of years ago. Well, just last year, I believe around Christmas time, a man was, uh, uh, Cody Ayer was shot 40 times. 40 times like he was used as a target practice by three police officers. And I believe if they would have had less lethal weapons, they could have avoided killing him. We probably have been hit once. Time. Pardon? He would have been hit once. That's right. He had plenty of time. They followed the guy down the road for close to a mile, yelling at him. And I On foot? Right, yelling at him to stop. He did have a gun, and uh, ended up killing him. But I, I found out, uh, checking through... Uh, 40 like, holes in someone's not going to... Right. I was checking around, and I found out when they go to the academy that they have very little mental health training when they're dealing with mental health people on the street. Very little. And that's one of the missing links down there, dealing with police officers and people on the street. But most of the people have been targeting, and the police have been targeting natives. Just easy targets? Easy targets. You know, if they're under the influence of alcohol and have mental illness, they're an easy target, mostly if they make a threat at the police officers. But listen, today, uh, technology has come so fast regarding less lethal weapons police officers can use versus killing somebody. I mean, uh, like that video I, I wanted people to look at, uh, ballistics, less ballistic weapons they used in uh, Afghanistan and uh, Iraq because they didn't know who was coming after them. And sometimes they'd use these less lethal weapons without having to kill them, but it would break bones and would stop people. The police department has had a real downfall when it comes to those. I remember here I brought up in my last interview three years ago, I just listened to it. They never had any tasers in Fairbanks Police Department. No taser. They had one taser, and the other one was a defunct one in the department. When I brought the issue up, now they all have tasers. Well, I've been asking for three years. Finally, the council has been 
talking about doing it, I want an on-site of what non-lethal weapons they have in the police department. I've never seen any. Just some accountability of what non-lethal Some accountability of what they have in here as far as... uh, What options? What options? What options besides using firepower? And I'm not trying to stay, take the police officers away from their firepower. And they're, <laughs> no, no way. That uh, should be the, the last thing you do. Not, that's right. And not your first tool you're going and, to. You know, they always say, well, there's a matter of seconds we have to wait. Well, many times before they kill somebody, there's been a matter of minutes, hours, sometimes two or three hours, sometimes days before they decide to kill somebody versus using an optional, less lethal weapon. So... Uh, that's one of my issues, one of my strong issues. Now, as far as cutting government, I think it's time we cut out the city garbage. We need to free markets. I keep hearing free markets by libertarians. You know, let the private sector come in. Right now, it's uh, nothing but uh, extortion, forcing you to pay. Like I'm dealing with my uh, landlord, Brian Christie. He's fighting with the city. He's testified before the city council. He's wrote him. Uh, he's forced to pay garbage when they take care of their own. I don't like to see that. I like to see a change. Some opt-out program. That's right. We could cut the city government off of the garbage thing and sell some of that equipment. We have a million dollars in they could put in the general fund. Let the private sector do it. Well, what do you think about going out to the borough, taking your trash to the borough? Well, they do that right now. We take trash out here to the dumpsters. There's three different dumpster sites, and, you know, that's one option. But people shouldn't have to be forced to pay if they take care of their own. Now, Mr. Christie is living here, and he owns this house here. They take care of their own. Shouldn't have to be forced to do it. And also, I think that maybe there should be, people should be able to opt out. Mostly seniors, citizens, veterans should be able to opt out when it comes to that. That maybe not be producing a lot of trash. But I'd rather see privatized garbage, not run by the city government. We always talk about free markets. There's a good opportunity. Now, it used to be under free markets years ago. This is Lennon and Andrew here with the Toke Report coming live and direct from 356 Olsteys Highway here at Good Cannabis Studios. We got the Toke Report this week for starting for the week of September 2nd. Monday, we're going to have $45 Chem Dog oh, 8 yeah. Flowers. What a deal. And on Tuesday, we have $30 Good Edibles. That's yeah. gummies and hard candies. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, we got 30% off all concentrates, so that's wax, that's shatter, that's batter, that's live resin, that's crumble, that's rosin. sap, rosin, you name it. So come in and stock up. Oh, I know I yeah, will Yeah, I will be as well. That's my day off. Yeah. Thursday, $45 good eights. That's all good cannabis flower eights for $45. Oh, yeah. Friday, we got 150 good half ounces. 150 good half ounces. What a deal. What a steal. Come on down and see us. And on Saturday, we are back with $12 King Rolls. King Rolls. Special on them one gram joints, so come on down and get yourself some blue. Stock up, stock up. And Sunday, we're going to end the week right with two grams of Durban Poison Flour for only $24. So come get lifted, get splifted, stay high, stay Stay fly. Oh, yeah. Make sure you get in touch with the spiritual, the physical, the metaphysical, and be cool. Oh, yeah. And be kind. 
Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. As far as revenue goes in, I'm the only mayoral candidate that has a solution uh, when it comes to bringing in revenue. I'd like to, if I was mayor, I'd like to work with the state legislature. Right now, we have bingo, we have pool tabs, it's gaming, and that money goes to charity. I'd like to see a Golden River boat gambling. No, casino river. Right here, right on the river in Fairbanks, instead of people going to Dawson. I've never been to Dawson. I've never been to Reno, Nevada to gamble, but I've talked to enough people in this town that go to Dawson. And, and go to Reno, Nevada and spend their money. And can you imagine, and tourists, can you imagine the revenue we could bring into this city? I think far more than cannabis. Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> That's right. People be coming here. Has it been brought up before? I think it has years ago under, I remember Betty Ferencamp. She's passed away now. Senator Betty Ferencamp tried to push a bill in the state legislature to do exactly that. But everything now is kind of a gaming and uh, so much money goes to a charity. Well, I'd like to see a private, uh, maybe a pilot project to see how it goes. Maybe some of that money could also go into charity. Yeah, riverboat gambling. Wow. And they try to say that uh, bingo and uh, pool test not gambling. <laughs> what a joke. The hell it isn't. It's a chance. That's right. It's all it is. It's a Paying chance. money for a chance to get more. In fact, you've got more chances of shooting dice than you do <laughs> pulling pool tabs. Or going to bingo, playing craps, or shooting dice. Uh-huh. So that's one thing. And uh, yeah, where do we want to go now? Well, cannabis. What do we get? I we know all know that you're a longtime supporter of cannabis. Yeah, one thing. I I have you visited the cut yet? Uh, behind yes. Costos. Uh, yes, yes. Well, they finally got a waiver now. They're gonna have outside. I want to take a look at outside on-site consumption. They're the first ones. I think that all the uh, retail cannabis people should be able to have an option outside. They, they can. They That's just have right. to apply. None have applied yet. Well, uh, they're the first ones right. to cut. Besides Fairbanks Cut. And uh, I guess they had an argument or discussion over what's a freestanding building. Right. Evidently, there's a construction building next to it. Or I, went on, I went over and took a look at it, and I said, where are exactly going to have this? Right when you go in the cut to the left there, there's going to be a... We'll have a cut out there where people will be able to smoke their smoke their cannabis right outside. Mm-hmm. What about taxes? I think that cuts oh. the cost on the retailer, having to spend thousands of dollars on to have all this uh, equipment here to worry about the smoke and the ventilation and all that. It'll be outside. And there's no proof that airborne cannabis is going to cause any ill health or get anybody high. Mm-hmm. Unless you had a big smoke like we had these fires here, that might be good. <laughs> Burning fields of it throughout the road, uh, <laughs> Rosy Creek. Exactly. <laughs> Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High quality American made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting at competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road.
That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red Lyrical Sticker. Why are you running as, as the executive branch of city, city government rather than um, city council? Well, I think that uh, I've been, listen, I've been uh, observing city council for over 36 years. I've been through over nine mayors. And of all the mayors, Jim Matherly, in my opinion, speaks with a fork of tongue. That's an old native problem when it comes to issues. Out Just like the mine, years, huh? the mine he put up. Well, I remember that. The city council was packed with women getting on his case. He blamed it on his girlfriend. Then came back and recanted. Said, no, he did it. And now uh, he has to pay $4,000 of fines that he used city gas and used a city vehicle to go home and go around town. He said he didn't know anything about the policy. Well, there you go. And also, uh, three years ago, uh, he made a commitment that he was going to have make sure that we had downtown restrooms for citizens and for for our t- tourists and visitors coming Fairbanks. We need a downtown public restrooms in Fairbanks. There is none. In fact, you can go down there now and you'll see signs up around now in the new ice museum. They got a sign. It's not a public restroom. Wow. You got tourists come down here and they want to visit, and this is a sign that I always tell the uh, industry, I've told the industry before, the people at Westmark take a dunk before you go downtown. And so I think that's one of the issues uh, I'd like to see. When I was in Mexico, they had uh, restrooms where you had to pay. Mm-hmm. You would give them, I don't even know, what it ended up being like a nickel to get into the restroom. So right. it was a very small fee, but it was a fee to get into the that's restroom. That's right. I think Europe has that now. Europe has. So maybe something like that. In, and that's not, people are welcome to pay that. Mm-hmm. And you have more privacy and there's security around that area. That's sure. what I've heard. I've looked it up. But uh, the mayor even gave an example of Portland, Oregon, regarding uh, uh, public restrooms, and uh, never nothing ever came about. Uh, another issue, when I ran against him, I said, hey, we got to stop this nepotism. Because I served on the uh, Eberhardt. I was appointed to the uh, the commission to appoint the next chief of police, and that was uh, Randall Aragon. During that discussion, he mentioned in there Eberhardt said he did not like the nepotism going on. The chief of police wife worked at the uh, uh, Juke's wife worked as a dispatcher, and the assistant uh, uh, chief, uh, Johnson, his wife worked for the city, and, uh, and he promised that he would not hire anybody else any more nepotism. Well, there you go. He speaks with a fork of tongue. He turned around and made his spokesman, uh, his spokesman for the city, she was married to a police officer. Right now, through public information, I filed a public information. Right now, in the city of Fairbanks, you have 11 police officers that are related. Wow. You know, even Chief Aragon said he's been a chief of police in many uh, police across the country. He's never seen so much form of nepotism here and favoritism here in Fairbanks, Alaska. 11 police officers. So I filed another complaint on one of their names. That's all confidential. Well, that creates a problem right there. And another thing I want to see changed, we need an independent person. Before these people have to hire, they have to take a polygraph examination. Guess what? One of their own police officers, <laughs> he does a polygraph examination. That stinks. 
Maybe that's why we got 11 people that are related on the police force. That's got to change. If somebody independent should be coming in there and doing that. If they're trying to save money, uh, that's, that's a poor excuse if they want to get the good officers on the fort. Apothecary CBD Superstore located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located downtown Fairbanks provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 456 Hemp. That's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. If you're elected, what would you... I've heard you talk about having an election for the chief of police. Oh, I still support that. You'd have to have a, a charter change before that could happen. Would you... Um, uh, how do you feel about the chief of police right now? The current well, chief of I, I wanted her, and let's just see how she works out. I've, I've asked her to sit down with her. She said, not yet. She's not ready. But so that's one of the reasons why I, I ran for mayor, because her and I is going to sit down. I know that Valerie Therrien, uh, I talked to her a couple of weeks ago, and she said she's going to sit down with the chief and discuss non-lethal weapons in the police department. Good. And that, that's one thing about being an issues candidate, even if you're... What, you didn't call yourself an issues candidate. What did you call yourself? A conscious awareness a conscious candidate. Conscious awareness candidate. On subject matters that hopefully could wear off on some of the people that might win. Right. Well, you you create a groundswell for that idea, and you're talking about that idea, and people right. are hearing your idea. Right. As being a conscious awareness candidate, do you feel you can win? Well, I don't know. Like uh, Lloyd Helling said, it's a long shot, Frank, but you never know. You could cause a runoff. Oh, right. I don't know if they have runoffs in the city, do they? I don't know how it would work. I don't no, know how. I don't think they do like they do, uh, you know, presidential things and stuff like that, runoffs so or legislature. Question, how, uh, if there's a, like, if there's a, there's a four-person race now. Right. So if maybe there's no percentage over 50%, maybe the lowest two are canceled out or something. I don't know. Right. I'll find I don't out. know how that works in the city. That's something to take a look at. I think my conscious awareness on my subject matters. It's human issues that affects the whole community here. Right. And you're seeing things you've brought up before, oh, like yeah. you said, Ethereum talking about it with the chief of police. Exactly. Non-lethal exactly. force. And another thing that uh, uh, the first time I had Doyon call me, they want a one-on-one video interview with me because I've been talking about race discrimination in the jury selection and the jury pool itself. And I've been going to diversity council for the past three years trying to seek a resolution. And uh, the person that is against it is Jim Madley, who is the, uh, is the presiding officer over the diversity council. He says, it's too big of an issue, Frank. Well, it's a too big of an issue not to look into it. And uh, that's what I'll be discussing uh, with Doyon. I think somebody uh, somebody contacted me. It's the first time that ever con you know got a hold of me to talk about anything, any controversial issue. Well, you said, you're bringing up, like you said, important issues. That's right, and that'll be one of them. And also, I'll bring up the uh, non-lethal uh, weapons. And I know the convention is coming here again this year in October. Right. Chief. 
Chena Cannab, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway as you're hitting the lakes the summer or a bounty's trip on the way out of town. Stock up on those special in-house strains. Taffy, sourdough, fruity pebbles, boost banner, green crack. Always a $5 pre-roll and special and $10 grams. Concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, edibles, AK Frost, good cannabis gummies. Head on over to China Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., 9 p.m., Sunday, noon to 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at China Cannabis, your North Pole cannabis dispensary. China Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Would you keep the chief of staff? Well, I'll tell you, I'm glad you brought up the chief of staff. I'll tell you. I really gave it a lot of thought. When I came here, we had a city manager from the government, uh, like Bill Wally's days. What I'd like to do is uh, I'd get rid of the chief of staff or look for a city manager from the government. Isn't that what he is? And then if I would become mayor, let's say, what a dream to come. <laughs> what a dream. But I tell you, if I become mayor, I would uh, get rid of the thing. I would call for a, seek for a, put it out to bid for a strong city manager from the government. And I'd cut my pay is the mayor to fulfill that wage that I want to pay him because I'll be paying the city manager far more than me as mayor. Wasn't well, that what the chief of staff gets right now? It gets more than the mayor? I don't know what the chief of staff gets. I think gets I was talking right to now. Shoshana yesterday and she was saying that, like maybe 120? Well, I did not know that he got that much. The mayor getting 80? So um, chief of staff currently is getting paid more than the mayor. Mm-hmm. What does the chief of staff do that you think... Or what doesn't the chief of staff do that the city manager would do? Isn't that what the city the chief of staff does? The city yeah, manager? I don't know. I think he could do a lot better if we had a full city manager. Okay. Yeah. You know, we had a first strong mayor from the government, Jim Hayes. That never worked out. That was the first one. I, I supported that all the way. Strong mayor from the government. No one can say that you do not know what the issues of Fairbanks are. Oh, I know. You've been following them. You're, like you said, going to the diversity council. Yeah, I'm not a professional talker. You know what? I don't, (laughs) not at all. Uh, I don't uh, try to mince my words. (laughs) Or do I mince my words? Straight at it. Well, I look at myself as a truther, and that separates me from Mayor Jim Matherly. I think he has a hard time telling the truth. And I think there's a lot of people around him that like to see him go, but they can't see anything. They want to keep their jobs. I'm talking about people in the administration in the city itself. Mm. Well, what do you think about that veto? Second time in history? That's the second time in history that I've been here, and the second time in history that uh, uh, council voted on something. I think it was four to two. I think Cleworth and uh, Pruse voted against it. That's the second time. But one thing that really baffled me, I've been listening to him for over three or four years. He was all behind the transgender community. I mean, he supported him strongly. Anybody can dig for those miniatures know what I was talking about. Then he turned around and stabbed him in the back. What happened? What do you think? Well, he voted out. He vetoed it out. Why? Well, I think I got pressure from people like Lance Roberts and uh, others, uh, Mrs. Robbins and uh, others in the community uh, put a lot of pressure on him to veto that. And he caved to it. 
other than the community. Exactly. I think it's going to be very detrimental to him in this race. We have such a, we have a more of a diverse community here. And then you look at the transgender and LBTT, I think that, uh, I think Equal Rights Amendment, uh, I think that's already supported. It, it depends right. on which, which piece you're talking about, but. Right, but I just heard something on National News, they did a poll now, that uh, 78% of transgender have mental health issues. 78%? That's pretty high. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> diagnosed with other mental illnesses? Right. Yes, that's a, that's a big number. Now, whether that's being uh, that they're being harassed, you know what I mean? I don't see anybody uh, here, nobody that I know of. And I checked the courts a lot, and nobody's ever filed a complaint that transgender has been harassed or assaulted here in Fairbanks, Alaska. That's a good thing. Not at all. You know, and the only thing that I wanted to be protected were religious liberties. That's all. Just having that a church wouldn't have to. Yeah, hire they have the right or... to say no. Well, that gets that goes back to. No, my landlord right? said he said on the radio the other day he said he wouldn't mind having a transgender here versus a socialist. <laughs> so uh, choosing <laughs> sexual choice other than uh, <laughs> ideological choice. Exactly, that was a little different. If you weren't running for mayor, who would you be voting for? Wow, wow, that's a good question. I might write in a... <laughs> might write in you. What about, oh, I'm not a city resident. Uh, I'm not a city resident. I even got an application to fill out from the school board. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Completely different one, too. I don't know what it is now. And also, I will be the only mayoral candidate who will be seeking a resolution for the pardon of Schaefer Cox. That's going to be an issue. Yeah, that's the new one coming out. Well, Brian Christie has been on top of this. Oh, I'm the only mayoral candidate who's pushing for a 90-10. Your 90-10 resolution. The oil split? I already got one from the city reaffirming the Alaska State Compact. I know Alaska State Compact, that was... <laughs> we're supposed to be getting 90% of royalties, oil royalties, and other men was Alaska, but uh, the feds cheated us out of it, so we got a resolution passed by Jerry Clayworth and also by uh, Bryce Ward, the Borough Assembly member, and now I'm working one on uh, North Pole, uh, Mayor Welch and the uh, council. In fact, I mentioned, uh, you know, last time I come here, you guys having a Bill of Rights. Yeah, school teacher coming here with the kids, and they remembered that. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's coming up again, December 15th, right around the corner. Are you looking to list or searching for your perfect property? Well, contact Matt Wade at Century 21 Gold Rush, community member for over 20 years, helping you through the real estate buying and selling process. Matt Wade, C21 at gmail.com. M A T W A D E C21 at gmail.com. 907-978-0127 helping you through the process Matt Wade Century 21 Gold Rush Last question What are you going to do about the opiate problem? Is there anything the mayor can do for the opiate problem here in Fairbanks? We can sound off but I think it's up to the individual and also, uh, I don't think we can do away with opiates. 
there are people like I always say, nobody wants to be addicted to pain. Mm -hmm. And uh, myself, over the years, I've had uh, discs removed. I've had two ruptured discs in my spine. And I've uh, been on opiates off and on and when I needed them. But I'm not addicted. These people here that are ODing, <laughs> they're either shooting them up or they're eating 10 or 15 of them at a time. That's why they're dead. You know, if they knew, if they knew how to, if they were prescribed by a doctor, we got to be cautious about how many they take. Now, when I was on them, I only took a half of one a day, a 10 milligram, a half of one. And then using cannabis. Well, the cannabis right is a lot better. Right. And now uh, I have been taking the CBDs. That's a completely different animal. Right. I think CBDs are going a long way. Uh, just like Kemp down there at his store. I can't believe how many people are coming in. I met a woman from New York, a nurse, that bought some CBDs here. So right. that's a little different animal. So as we finish up here, Frank, what are the top three things quick? Three words that we can summarize your run for mayor? I think it's time we need new mayoral leadership. So new leadership? New leadership. The other one would be, you know, who are these people here going to, whether it's the mayor of the city, they're sworn to an oath to uphold the Constitution as well as the Alaska's Constitution. They should not let people linger in prison. It could be just political prisoners, such as Schaefer Cox. That's one issue that I will be bringing up in my forums whether they like it or not. New leadership, political prisoners, and last thing. I'm going to phase out anything in the city that is trying to extort money from the citizens and forcing them to pay garbage bills. If they don't, they're seizing their dividend checks, and that's what's happening. People should have an option to take care of their own garbage. Uh, there's other issues, too. That but I asked for three. Will be coming up. New leadership, political prisoners, and... Choice of services, right? Choice of what you pay for services. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like this in here by uh, I like this in here by a quote from uh, Thomas Jefferson: "When the people fear fear their government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty." That's a good. We're on the wrong side of that right now, aren't we? Exactly, we're on the wrong side of it. So I would rather see somebody sitting in that mayor seat besides Jim Matherly. Thanks for coming on, Frank. Okay. Hey, hey! Thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Toker. You may cut that part out. What? Part you oh, just... is that still on there? <laughs> oh, yeah, you better cut that out. <laughs> oh, it's still on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>